Welcome everyone to the L7C podcast, Marvel Superhero Edition. Today, uh, we are giving you a Marvel update on what's been our thoughts on some movies that have come out, things to come, and almost to close out the rest of the year. Uh, last time we were on, we talked all about DC fandom and almost closing them out for the year. So now we're going to be talking some Marvel. Uh, we got the captain with us, Byron Mitchell. How are you doing today, sir? Doing good today. That is good to hear. Last time that we talked about the MCU was September 2nd. That's when we uh, talked about all the shows ending. At that point in time, Scarlett Johansson, Black Widow was suing Disney. Uh, Disney called Shang-Chi an experiment. Just to update on those things, I'm pretty sure you guys already know. Scarlett and uh, Disney, they settled. Obviously, Disney did not want that to go to Discovery. And also, they want Scarlett Johansson to work for them in the future. So you don't want to burn any bridges of anyone who's um, had mentors tell you you don't want to burn bridges. So that got settled. So she probably got the bag and they already, she's already up for other Disney roles. Uh, Shang-Chi, when they called that experiment, Shang-Chi broke a lot of box office records. It did really well. We saw it with the crew. Uh, Byron, what did you think of Shang-Chi? That came out all the way back. I thought Shang-Chi was a excellent, very excellent movie. Um, the story is great. The cast chemistry was excellent. The fight scenes were amazing. Um, and the set pieces were beautiful. Um, like you touched on, Bob Chapin, who's, I think, the head of CEO, the CEO right now, mm-hmm. called this movie an experiment. Um, and I just wanted to look up, like, you know, how much it made. Um, to this date, it has made $427.3 million worldwide. I think the experiment was successful, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, man, it was a really good movie. And that movie also connected stuff in the current stuff. We're way past. I mean, the movie's going to be out on Disney Plus and uh, digital soon, so we could say this stuff. The end credit scene of that movie of uh, Wong getting uh, Shang-Chi and then bringing them back. And then you see them, I think, in the Sanctum Supreme place um, in New York. And you have Bruce Banner and Captain Marvel. And you're like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, I was very shocked. I was not expecting to see Wong in the end credit scene. Or, like, I don't know what they're setting up for the future, but they're like, um, the Ten Rings are sending a signal somewhere. We don't know where they're sending a signal to or who's it's sending to. So it's going to be interesting to see, you know, who comes and answers that signal. I was more shocked because Wong was in the movie. He was fighting Abomination. Yes. So I was more shocked seeing Captain Marvel and Bruce Banner. True. Especially because Bruce isn't Professor Hulk anymore. Like, what is that? You know, I didn't pick up on that. Yeah, he was Bruce Banner. He wasn't Professor Hulk. Like, the whole point of Endgame, like, that five years was him Hulk. And so now he's, like, can he transform at will and be sane? Like, What's up with that? And you could see his arm was still in a sling from doing the snap. Right, right, right. Yeah, I definitely missed Marvel. I mean, Captain Marvel was a shock because, you know, she's always off world. So Mm -hmm. to see her is a very good shock. Yeah, which means this signal must be very important that they, if she answered the phone call. That's true. I thought they actually would have done more with Abomination. He was only in that one scene and then like him and Wong went off Mm -hmm. together. So it was interesting to see if Abomination like comes back in Shang-Chi too. True, true. Yeah, it was a good, good movie. It was a good movie. Really enjoyed the action. Um, it also showed if you have the right mix, 
you could anime live action movies could happen and could work if you do it right. Shang Chi showed that. That is true because I mean, like I said, the set pieces were beautiful. Um, they were in Chinatown in one scene, and that just it looked amazing. So, mm-hmm. anime movies, you can't do it right. And like I said, we've always said representation matters. Um, and this is great, a great movie with a lead Asian character as a superhero. Uh, MCU movie that just came out this weekend that we all saw the crew, uh, The Eternals. Uh, Eternals just came out. We saw it on 11.4. Byron, what did you think of the Eternals movie? Um, overall, I thought it was a, a good movie. Um, I would give it uh, 8 out of 10. There were It was sort of slow in some parts, um, but overall, I did like the action. Um, I liked the story. Um, I really enjoyed the fight scenes. Um, Gilgamesh and Makari were probably my two favorite Eternals. Um, and then they, you know, with the end credit scenes, they you know do set up for the future. Um, but props for Marvel. Um, they had cloud for some good things. Um, Makari uh, was a deaf superhero. Um, and Thassos was an openly gay superhero. So they, you know, got those representation matters. Um, so good props to them. Yeah, I was trying to see how far, I, I guess, because it's only been three days we're still in spoiler territory because it's still the opening weekend mm-hmm. so we really can't talk about like those credit scenes and all that because i really got some things to say about that but <laughs> you know when i sat back and i really thought of it I, I thought it was a good movie too and when i sat back and thought about um the movie and some people's like uh reasoning because i guess it's like the first like score rotten wise on rotten tomato even though it's the number one movie at the more right now but you have to think of it from a standpoint like this movie, obviously, I think anything post Thanos, post the war is going to be hit back a little bit, especially new heroes, because it's like, where have you been? So it's like your movie's two and a half hours and you have to explain like origin stories for 10 heroes. Like there's 10 people on the Eternals yeah. team that you have to explain origin. You have to flesh them out, their personalities. You have to show what makes them tick. 10 heroes in a two hour two and a half hour thing that's not even enough time to like get a connection with these characters look at phase one six heroes it mm-hmm. took almost five movies mm-hmm. so that's why i was just like i i can get why it's slow because like it's trying to show you their past bring you so it's like all right this would happen in the past this was happening in the future i mean current this was going to happen in the future mm-hmm. so i got that because i mean we didn't know anything about these people True. I mean, look at Captain, like, like a Captain Marvel, for example. Three, four, nine. No, her entire movie was in the past. Her entire movie, except for the end credit scene. Like, it's not like where Black Panthers was current because Black Panther first debuted in Civil War, and then like they did this little origin right at the beginning, and then you're back in current times. Like, so they're establishing these new heroes. They gotta, they gotta do the backstory. You have to. It's the origin story. It's their origin movie. That's true. Uh, from that standpoint, I get it. Just like the other new heroes will be coming. I mean, Blade. We're gonna have to get his origin. We're gonna be like, where have you been? True. Um, who else? Now, uh, it's already been announced. Adam Warlock's gonna be. We're gonna have to. Well, we know we saw the girls making Adam in Guardians Two. Are they gonna continue that, or are they gonna completely forgot that they did that? Well, I think James Gunn is directing Guardians of the Galaxy 3, so he'll continue the story. 
So that was the other things, which, and then the biggest thing with um, Eternals, which is going to, which you've already brought up. I'm having an openly gay character Um, in the movie too. This isn't that big of spoilers. He has a husband and a son. There's even a scene where he kisses his husband. This isn't Mm -hmm. big spoiler for the movie or anything like that. But honestly, man, that caused issues with places across the country that are not okay with that. Like uh, Saudi Arabia, places like that. It's like, hey, that's not, we don't like gay. Like basically they're saying we don't like those type of things. So we're not going to show the movie. Um, So that's why I kind of, it kind of sucks because it's like, you want to see how much it would really make. And in opening weekend, even though I shared that, it's, it's the number one movie in the world right now. Yeah, I think it's made seventy million, right? Mm-hmm. Like point three million, and it's, and it's not going to be shown in other parts of some places in the world because of that. So I guess then, Byron, like when you're in the exec boards at Disney, how much then do you really try to like? How much do you emphasize that type of representation over making more money? Because you know there's going to be arguments in those boardrooms about it. Yeah, I think, like you said, it does suck that it won't be shown everywhere because, you know, not everyone's cool with LGBTQ and all that. 2021, which is why. Right. Yeah. But I think, I think as a Disney exec, I think since it is 2021 and everyone is trying, uh, is being more open with the whole mm-hmm. LGBTQ representation thing, I think you stick to your guns and you say, this is a story you want to tell. And if you're not cool with that, that's on you. Um, but we are going to embrace everyone as they are. So I think it's good on Disney slash Marvel to keep that in and then not and not back down from it. And now if it come, continues to be the number one movie every weekend, then you know, well, all right, we we did good. Sure, sure, sure. But yeah, Eternals. Uh, they answer the question they, like seen the commercials. They've been around for centuries, and you, you, they answer the question like, "Why didn't you guys fight Thanos? Why didn't haven't you helped in any conflicts?" And they were forbidden. You finally see who forbade them. You see why they had to step out. And this movie, to me, honestly, it had maybe a reason. It had a lot more plots and twists. Like I was not expecting. I mean, I was not expecting who the final bad guy, bad guys were going to be. Like. There was some twist in that. I didn't expect like the things that were happening, fights, people losing, like possible deaths. I'm like, wow, this is a lot of twists and turns for their first movie. Yeah, I was not expecting any of that. I knew like from the previews there was gonna be like one main bad guy, but then like with the twists and turns, it's not anyone you ever would have expected. Mm-hmm. I think they, I think they put off the twist very well. Yeah, they did. And um, also representation to uh, Ajak, who was paid, played by uh, Salim. Uh, Salma Hayek. Yeah, Salma Hayek. I mean, representation. She was the leader. That's true. So. Latina American. Yep. Mm-hmm. And a female leader of and the group. Female. Yep. So. And then, well, never mind. I was, what I was about to say was about to be a spoiler. A spoiler for the <laughs> next yep. line of leadership. <laughs> yep. <laughs> But um, they also, I want to bring this up, too, because this was from the first Eternals trailer. Then we actually saw the scene in theaters when they're eating. And one of them asks, now that Captain Rogers and Iron Man are gone, who's going to lead the Avengers now? And Icarus is like, he can lead them. And everyone just starts laughing. But 
again, man, this is another question. Like, who is really leading the Avengers now? Like, they're the Avengers. They're not from now fighting Thanos. They're not just a world team anymore. They're a universal team. And for them right. not to see what was happening in the end and no one show up, that, that's right. kind of like who's leading them? Like, who is making the calls? Who's at? I think they, I don't know if they rebuilt that Avengers compound they had that Thanos blew up, but if mm. they did, who's there? Who's like making calls? Like, where is everyone? That is a, a great question. Because, um, like, the different shows that we've seen so far, which are all um, done you know, now. Yeah. Sam and Winter Soldier are somewhere. Mm-hmm. I don't know where they are. I think it was Louisiana, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have Hawkeye coming out. So we see, you know, where he's been. That comes out actually good, writing that up because Hawkeye comes out in a couple weeks. Yep, November 24th. And we are going to actually probably see some follow some follow up from uh, Black Widow. Yep. Because she thinks that Hawkeye is the reason Natasha's dead. So, Elena? Elena, Helena. Yeah, yeah, Helena. So, it's, it definitely brings up the question like, who is leading them? I probably think it's probably going to end up being Captain Marvel. I do too. Um, so we'll just have to finally see like when she comes back from her off-world activities because we know that there's not going to be an Avengers movie in Phase Four, uh, which is what we're in currently, and that ends in I think at the either the end of 2022 or the end of 2023, um, and then we'll probably get another Avengers movie in Phase Five, which would be Avengers Five, five. yeah, yeah, five. So it's like yeah, because I'm really just sitting there like, man, who's really leading like? There's no like a there's no Jarvis anymore. There's no Friday. Like who's like AI wise? I know they could probably I mean there was Edith, but like who's watching the threats and all that stuff? And also, if you remember when Doctor Strange met Tony Stark at Infinity War, he's like protecting his reality. They were like or when Doctor Strange met Thor, like they monitor all like cosmic threats and mm-hmm. how look he was at the top of the list. So where is Doctor Strange at? Like the huge final fight, like you have these big things coming through, not trying to say who they were not trying to spoil it, but it was like right. Doctor Strange, your thing, your cauldron's not going off. Like, yeah, it, it's about to be interesting to see because we'll see Doctor Strange again in Spider Man, which we'll be which we'll be previewing after we're done talking about Eternals, and then he gets his solo movie in February. So I don't, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what's going on with Doctor Strange. But as I've said in the last podcast, I don't think that's the actual Doctor Strange. Hey, that's true. You did say that, but it's so weird because I'm really sitting there and it, it kind of gets inside a point too. It's like also what's an Avengers level threat? Because what was happening at the end of the movie and the stakes, me personally, that is an Avengers level threat. Oh, that is definitely an Avengers level threat. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's just also is it a thing also where basing it off of um Spider-Man Far From Home? That the real Nick Fury's in space mm-hmm. um, on that ship. So is it because he's not there and he can't gout, like get these troops going? Or like because there's still heroes out. I mean, you still have Strange, you still have Wanda, you still have Spider-Man. I know Spider-Man, mm-hmm. I, I guess well, after this movie, he's dealing with a lot because of his secret identity being exposed, but you still have Falcon Bucky on Earth, you still have all of Wakanda. Like, you still have people on Earth. Like, why are we not? There's Rhodey. Who's like an OG who he is getting his own show. So what's he like? There's some OGs here 
So I was just so confused. Like in this final fight, I was like, yeah, they could use like this is. I was just confused, like where they're bringing up the Avengers and all that, and then no one's making a call. Was like, hey, the world's about to end. We should probably call them. Yeah, I know. Like with like Marvel solo movies, they try to have it just with the character. Yes, but just looking at big picture, like we'll have all these heroes. Like maybe we should (laughs) cross them over in some movies. So it'll be like I said, it'll be interesting to see what they do with the future mcu movies yeah that's why it's one of those things it's like man and we see who could potentially be the next threat for the avengers at the end of this and Mm -hmm. it's real interesting because is it this was it the person we saw at the end of this movie is it going to be kang the conqueror he's supposed to be an ant-man and wasp 3 you saw him a variant of him in loki so it's like they're setting up some interesting future potential big threats Kang, like then the big bad of this movie, Eternals, like is Adam Warlock gonna just be a one and done with the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy? We'll see. We'll see. And also with uh, Eternals, last thing before we close on this, I did like the movie. Uh, I'll, as always, stay throughout the movie. There's actually two end credit scenes. Yes, two very interesting end credits. So we'll be on that. Next one, because we were just talking about it. The one that's going to actually, before we go to that, another tie in Venom, Let There Be Carnage came out in October. I actually waited until Halloween to see it because I always felt like Halloween is when Venom should have came out, especially with Carnage. Yeah. So I saw it on Halloween. You just saw it this week. Yep. I saw it on Friday. What did you think of that movie? I think it was overall I thought it was a solid movie um, I was expecting more fight scenes because I have that big final battle with them and Carnage um, but they did have a couple action scenes where you know you get to see Carnage in his full um, I get for back, lack of a better word Carnage mm-hmm. um, but I think overall a very solid movie I, Woody Harrelson did a better job as, as Cletus Cassidy than I thought he would mm-hmm. um, so props to him um, so yeah, solid movie. I'll give it probably another eight out of ten. Yeah, the movie itself, it was yeah, I'd give it a I would probably give it around a seven-ish, but then if you take the whole movie out, the end credit scene is probably one of the biggest end credit scenes we've had in the past like five years. Yeah, so I'm trying to think of what one was bigger than that. I can't think of anything. Um, in the past five years, maybe it was that's tough. Because you could think about the Captain Marvel end credit scene where she shows up at the Avengers house asking where it's Fury or Infinity War when he does the transmitter to Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Spider-Man getting a secret identity exposed wasn't even in the end credits. That was in the movie, right? No, I think that was an end credits thing. Okay, so there could be that. Um, obviously, this Eternals one. True. But like five years, it's... Yeah, this might be the top. Because now, since there has been time, which is a spoiler with the end credit scene with Venom, and when everyone, I know I was avoiding it like the plague, I know Byron was, oh, too, me too, because Twitter, social media was just like, oh my effing goodness, that end credit scene and Venom just shut down the internet, and I just avoided everything Venom, so now we could talk about it. End credit scene is uh, Tom, uh, Eddie Brock and Venom, they're on a beach, you just see some crazy energies going, and then the TV changed from whatever, they were watching some soap opera thing. To then the Daily Bugle, uh, Jonah Jameson talking about 
Peter Parker being Spider-Man. So they just got warped into the main MCU universe and Venom's just like that guy. And then sorry, I'm just like, we're like, oh my gosh. So and you could tell with the way that went from the commercial, that was from the effects of Doctor Strange doing that spell in the previews for uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. Like, ah, I didn't even pick up on that. Oh, yeah. It's the same things. Like, if you watch Doctor Strange doing, like, that spell and then it all just yeah. like that, it's the same energy. That's how it all got warped wow, in. Wow, okay. Yeah, that this ending credits thing was wild. I was not expecting mm-hmm. that. I know everyone's saying it's wild as wild, whatever, but I was not expecting that. I thought they're going to introduce like some new character that's going to be in like Venom 3, um, but I was not expecting them to show that Venom and Spider-Man were in the same shared universe. Mm-hmm. Now he's in the main Marvel universe. Mm-hmm. Because I know in one of the Morbius trailers. I don't know if it was the first one or the second one. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was walking down a hallway, like an alleyway, and then on the alleyway there's some graffiti that says "Spider-Man Murderer." Yep. So now, but now that they actually show it, it's just it's just wild. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's what I was just yeah, man. You got Doctor Strange like that spell affecting. That's what the Morbius trailer. Now everyone's like, so what universe is he in? Just the Sony one. Did he get warped into the main one too? Mm-hmm. Because I know, I think there's a first trailer. You see Michael Keaton, which you assume is Vulture, mm-hmm. talking to him. So it looks like, yeah, it looks like they're both in the main MCU universe. Yeah, man. So that that's gonna be that's gonna be wild. Because when I saw that energy, I was like, oh yeah, it's the same shit from Doctor Strange. So. Yeah, so we'll see, man. Like, and we talked about it too, where it's the fact that this movie ends the year. Mm-hmm. Like, it ends the MCU stuff. We're going to have Hawkeye in two weeks, and then we're going to have this. Mm-hmm. And Morbius is, is it this year? No, it's uh, January, I think, 22nd. So maybe January 28th of next year. So maybe those commercials showing this murderer thing could have been a hint like he's already been warped in, but we'll see in the movie. Hell, Morbius might be the end credit scene of the Spider-Man movie. True. but um, Or another Venom showing. That is true, too. But it's, it's going to be interesting, man, because this one, obviously, we see a team up of Doctor Strange and Spider-Man. And like mm-hmm. Doctor Strange, like, the line's like, hey, we saved half the universe together. You can call me by my first name. It's like, yeah, y'all did. Y'all should be calling each other. Like, y'all just saw Thanos come here. He's not the only bad guy in the universe. You should have lines of communication with each other. Right. So, I, I just feel like that one's going to end Marvel in a bang. I know we talked about, I think a trailer is going to be coming around Thanksgiving a little bit later. Maybe on Thanksgiving Day, to be honest. And you might said a little bit earlier, because the second trailer will be coming sooner or later. Oh, yeah. I have to. Because you have to have the second trailer. And then the trailer that has the tickets on sale. Yep. And then the fun. Yep. So usually with Marvel movies, they have three trailers, like the first teaser trailer to get you hyped about the movie. And then the second trailer gets you more of the story without giving too much away. And then the, the final trailer has the ticket date. So I think we'll, cause they've been very, very slow in 
building up the anticipation with these trailers. So I don't think, like I said, it'll probably be Thanksgiving week um, when they drop the second trailer. Yeah. I'm so intrigued with this. Like, how are we going to do? Like, it, with his identity being exposed. Because Peter Parker, like we've said many times, Peter Parker operates like a DC superhero. Mm-hmm. He has a secret identity. He has a double life. Like the people he messes with villain wise, if they knew who he was, they would F up his family and his friends. Mm-hmm. And now you're seeing that his people are getting questioned, freaking interrogated like they're criminals in the police station. Yeah, it, it's wild how they're going to do this movie like that is the number one thing. Like, how does he deal with that? And then the second one from the first trailer, you see Doc Ock is in this movie. So then how like, is it the spell that merges the uh, the multiverse or is it what happened in Loki? What messes up the multiverse? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true too. And it's like, it's weird too. Cause like, why is he in the jail though? Why is no one from shield coming? Just took him out. Mm-hmm. Like, Y'all were just using him in the second movie. You're the reason his identity got exposed because you believe freaking what you call Mysterio. Mm-hmm. Mysterio was because he, he said he was from the multiverse. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's why I'm just like, so Shield's not going to come. Like the Starks aren't, well, like uh, Pepper is not just going to send Happy. Happy's in this movie too, I believe. Maybe. But I, I'm so curious on how they're going to do it. I'm excited, man, because this is going to be the one that ends the year. Yeah. Last MC movie, MCU movie of the year. And then I'll be so interested with the plots and twists that Hawkeye is going to have with another Avenger passing on their legacy to someone else with Kate Bishop. And if she's going to be worth it, if the, I guess I'm already going to call her the new Black Widow, going to be trying to kill him. Like, what's happening there? Yeah, that, that, I'm excited for the Hawkeye um, show. I think it's six episodes. Yeah, it sounds about right. Because Winter Soldier was six. Can't wait for yeah, the six Byron. episodes. Can't wait for the Byron TV show tweets. Oh, you already know they're coming. <laughs> I think this actually with six episodes. I think this ends. Is it going to end right before Spider Man? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Because the last episode is December 22nd. And I think Spider Man is the 20. Might be the 17th. Let's see. 17th. So it's will end right after Spider Man. The last, last episode is. Right after the Spider-Man releases. Okay. Okay. Well, that is that's good to know. Shoot. That is really good to know. Uh last really thing what's superhero-wise is um video game-wise. Uh Marvel's event, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy has come out too. I haven't played the game just because. October, I, I try and only buy like one game a month, and I, the October game I bought was Demon Slayer. Yeah, same. so I so I was like, eh, I'm not really. How much time I'm gonna be putting in Guardians of the Galaxy when we got to do Strikers for the channel, got to do Avengers mm-hmm. for the channel. We haven't even put. We got to do. I haven't even done Demon Slayer yet for the channel. So right, but I've heard really good things about it. So I'm really, I'm happy about that. I'm not happy about these Marvel games doing what they're doing. Um, there's. They're not they're not taking the MCU approach. They're all in like different universes, which is different, which is fresh. Mm-hmm. But um, so I'm happy with that. But Avengers, our game, Marvel's Avengers, they announced a whole bunch of stuff. And Byron, I'll let you take it away because you were able to watch it. I was driving. So the a big update is coming soon on November 30th. Um, mm-hmm. They are going to have the claw rate 
um, which will increase uh, the power level of the characters from 150 to 175. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then also they are going to drop Spider-Man, the Spider-Man story on the same day. So we have two things to, pretend, to look forward to on the 30th. Um, and then with also that, um, they just had a dev stream on Friday um, where they are basically revamping the how the gear system works and how leveling up works. Um, they're going from four resources to I think three, or like seven from to three. They're getting rid of four resources, and they're going to convert that to the resources they're going to be using going forward. Um, and then with the gear, um, you can level up your current gear um, with other gear that you have, so like with a chest piece, you can upgrade it. I think epic above um, from power level one hundred to. The new cap of 175 with your current gear pieces that you have. I'm understanding what they said correctly. Yeah, with that, I mean, they're again, and they also took away the uh, you could buy the stuff to level your people because they got a whole bunch of complaints. So they, I mean, they listen to their fans, man. Like, no one can say that game does not listen. Like, they're the only developers I know who truly listen to their fans. I definitely agree because that. I think it was a couple weeks ago they released this where you can buy consumables, get like fragments and like XP boosts um, with real money. And like it caused a controversy within the community. I know like a lot of people um, on Twitter said they were going to stop playing the game. And then this week, Crystal Dynamics slash Square Enix came out and said and apologized and got rid of that. So they were listening to the fans and they got rid of it. So hopefully that'll bring the players that left back. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is really good on them for listening to the fans and responding and, you know, taking that away and making the community happy. And I know with a lot of, I want to say with the gear update, I feel like that's also fan, what the fans wanted as well. Cause I know when they were doing the um, stream, a lot of people in the chat were very happy about the, the new gear system, how they were explaining it. Yeah, I'm going to have to dust that game off, get back into it. You know, oh, me too. <laughs> get some combat in because I, I can't go in on September 30th. No, I'm sorry, November 30th. Uh, go into something that is a, they've been deemed harder than the Omega level threat without playing. Yeah. That, that's just not going to be good because I'm not trying to embarrass us on the, on the streams. <laughs> oh, don't worry. It probably isn't me. <laughs> but no, that's. And like, as soon as we left Eternals, man, I wanted to play Avengers because I'm like, hey, this stuff is coming in Eternals and their universe. We have the Kree mm-hmm. still coming and ours mm-hmm. and they're still in like Spider-Man like is so wild. I get why he's only going to be on PlayStation because Marvel Spider-Man is only on PlayStation. I get that. It's an exclusive to them. But story wise, how much is that going to affect? Like, are the are the. Is the Xbox story. People, yeah, is the Xbox people just gonna have to watch it on YouTube and then randomly yeah. it's updated and there's like that's the wild thing. Like um Spider-Man, I saw he's gonna be like trying to do stuff solo and then all that. So it's interesting to see what that story is gonna gonna be. So with them releasing the story, like I kind of feel that he's not going to be like he's not going to join the Avengers team. Mm-hmm. Because if he does, then like Xbox players are like, well, what do I do? Because it's a PlayStation 4 exclusive. Unless they eventually say, okay, well, and 
so many months we're going to release Spider-Man for the Xbox. Which they could end up doing, but for like right now, it's like how much of this story affects the bigger story they're right. been telling with the game. With the Kree. Yeah. Man, I'm already going to... What if the Kree were sent by the Celestials? Dang, that, that would be something. <laughs> well, then we got to deal with the Kree and the Celestials? Like, I'm just thinking about... I'm thinking about I can't all take stuff, on man. a Celestial. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm just thinking about the stuff. Like, there's still Asgard. There's still so much to explore. And I think mm-hmm. this is our last update of 2021, and then we'll go into 2022. I believe so, because I think their current roadmap is only updated for November 30th, unless they have something they're doing in December, which I don't know. Um, but this is probably like the last major update of the year. Man, that'll be one year, and then we're going into year two. Yeah, I'm also excited, ex- excited to see how Spider- I think the main thing about Spider-Man, I just want to see how he traverses, because there's a lot of maps where there's just big open area with like no traversing those areas because you know his web has to attach to something i want i want to see how the, yeah i want to see too like i feel like his heroic assault move is going to be good i don't even know what it is is his support move i don't know is it going to be better than black panther with the kimono beats probably not probably um not. like the ultimate what's it going to be doing right mm-hmm. black panther's ultimate is cool and then if you upgrade it to the max you get two dora dora malaje warriors with you mm-hmm. but I, I don't know. We'll see. Because right now, the past DLC people, I mean, Hawkeye still has the best ultimate. Yeah, that arrow is just way too good. <laughs> like, Hawkeye, I think, is the best, so best one. And, like, Black Panther stuff's really good. Love playing with mm-hmm. him. But it's the fact that Hawkeye heals you, it shoot the arrow up in the sky, and then when you see the blue squares, you know something's getting lit up. Mm-hmm. Just keep fighting. And yeah, that's a great movie. You can like be finding someone else and just arrows just flying around hitting people. It's a great ultimate. I like Black Panther's ultimate as well. With I do too. Two Dora Milaje. I just wish it would last longer. Maybe there's a perk after unlock for it to last longer. But I'm excited to see what Spider Man does. I know in the next dev stream, um, we're going to be seeing costumes. And then hopefully the dev stream after that, we see gameplay of Spider Man. Well, that's about it. Uh, Spider-Man No Way Home comes out December 17th, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, right before Christmas. So you already know the 16th. That's when we'll be seeing it. Yes, sir. Um, and then we'll be back at that time, basically wrapping up Marvel for the year, because we'll have our thoughts on the Claw DLC. And I mean, if you want to see us playing it, obviously, follow us on YouTube and Twitch. Double screen mm-hmm. is on there. So, mm-hmm. yeah, Byron, anything else before we close up today? Um, I. The only thing I would say, if you haven't seen Chang Chi, um, it's coming out um, to Disney Plus on the 15th. Um, definitely check that out. Um, if again, if you haven't seen Venom or Eternals, check those out. They're definitely good movies um, to see. But like, uh, our number one fan, Patrick, said in one of our group chats, Marvel has been killing the box office this year. Um, and I agree with that. They've been doing some really good movies. Um, and then Hawkeye comes out on the 24th so check that out as well dang and with that being said thank you everyone for listening to the L7C podcast we'll be back reviewing Spider-Man and the Marvel stuff in December you guys take care take care 
Thank you for listening to this episode of the L7C Podcast. Be sure to like, rate, review, and subscribe to the channel. Follow us on all social media platforms, and we'll be talking to you guys soon. Take care.